to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Shake it up, shake it up. Let me tell you something. I, I came ready. I was gonna wear camo and all that stuff, and I was like, I'm just, I'm just wearing this. I had to wear this to work or wherever I went today. <laughs> Felt like work. <laughs> Jesus. For those who don't know, because I, I do grad school, so I have to do counseling on Mondays and Fridays. Fridays we wear jeans and stuff, and I just, yeah. It is what it is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So thank you, ladies. You ready, Zimmy? Can I get started? Thank you, Jesus. Um, I know people want this live and stuff, but sometimes I say things. But I think the Lord's working on me, <laughs> so it could be live. <laughs> Maybe it could be live. <laughs> but but won't he do it? See, Lorna, don't start with me. She time about flow, and then she gonna be running out the back, coming back in, and just. <laughs> I thank y'all. Thank y'all for the opportunity. Every time um, the Lord has me minister, it's just it's an honor to be able to minister to, especially His daughters. It is, and I come a, a, a long way because I didn't want to deal with women or do any type of women's ministry at all in my life. <laughs> when we know God calls you to things, and you're like, Jesus, you must got this one wrong. I know you might have got the other stuff right, but this one, you got to be wrong, Jesus. You know, I'm sure you mean someone else. I'm sure you did not mean Latasha. I know you met someone else, like maybe my middle name down the line. Maybe it's for my girls. That's their ministry. I mean, I just don't know, and then it happened. And I will tell you the truth. I wanted to quit probably like 10 times. And I went to PT a couple of those times and said, I'm quitting. <laughs> he said, hold on, that's just part of the ministry. Everybody wants to quit. <laughs> you just want to quit. But we know that's the enemy telling you just need to quit because you start getting in your emotions and your feelings. I'm, I'm going to be very real tonight. Y'all know me. Get in your emotions and feelings. And we know as women, I know men get it too, but we know as women, we get caught up in our emotions and feelings. Maybe they don't like me. I'm feeling rejected. Oh, she didn't do this. Is she criticizing me? Let me tell you how the enemy even came at me this time. Everybody in their mama was coming to me saying, I'm not coming to women's. <laughs> Every, like the enemy had everyone message me text me, put it on Facebook, I'm not coming. And I'm just like, what the, I rebuke you, devil. Because you know what, this word God got for me, I don't care if I preach it to my two girls and three other ones who show up, it's just gonna get preached. But that's how the enemy does, I'm serious. Even when PT hit on some of this on Sunday about Facebook, you didn't give a love, you gave a like. You didn't, I'm telling you. We look at this, and let's be real, sometimes those women deal with that. Why she didn't like it? Why she ain't love it? I think she loved over so-and-so's post. She didn't love my post. Why is she sharing hers? She ain't sharing my post. Can I be real? Is this what we do? So can you imagine, I'm trying to get geared up for women. It's like, come on, Lord, all right, I'm ready to do this attack. After attack was coming, things was happening. I was telling Clay this morning, this morning, on the way in here, that this week I never deal with anxiety. This week, I was, trying, I was feeling the spirit of anxiety trying to come over me because of school and stuff, and I was like, get off of me. Like, you know what it is. I have to get off of me. This does not belong to me. Get off. I rebuke this in Jesus' name. I did not have the spirit of anxiety, but God gave me a love of um, sound mind. You know, y'all know the verse. I can't get it out. I can't get it out right now. My tongue is just rolling. Come on. Power, love, and sound mind. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. 
But that's what he, he tries to do, this kind of stuff. He, his wiles are the same. This is the enemy. When you know who he is, poop. He like this. He under our feet. That, y'all hear me? He like this. Okay. Stay down there. Sit. <laughs> oh, he's lower. <laughs> Listen. So I just want to thank y'all for making a decision to come tonight because I know that there's other things that can take precedence. I know that we can all find something else to do. And I know that there's a pool of busyness in this hour too. But it's not God's assignment for us. He did not call us to be in a season of busyness. And sometimes we wear it as a badge. I'm busy. <laughs> but listen. But God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But you're not those type. You're not that type that's real busy. Y'all not, y'all not the ones that just come to church because it look good. And could say I went to church. Oh, I was at Women's on Friday. Because it looked good. No, but you understand the importance of coming to church. You understand the importance of coming and being in a type of corporate anointing. You know the importance of how powerful it is when you're around other women to help build you up and talk to you and be real and cast some stuff out and get some stuff off you because we love you. So you understand how powerful that is so that you can continue to go forward and be all that God has called you to be. So I thank you for being here today. And I'm going to start off right now by telling you, I'm not, this is not going to be a night of observation. This is not a night for you to look at what Latasha's saying. This is a night of activation. I'm an expectation of what God wants to do tonight. This is going to be a night of impartation he's speaking to me about. And he wanted who was supposed to be here tonight. So I was like, thank you, Lord, for all the ones who were saying they couldn't. It wasn't a judgment, but I know how the enemy tries to come at me in certain areas, and you got to recognize it, cast the thing down so it does not grow. So those who are here, I'm believing and trusting God that there's going to be an encounter that you have never had with him before. I like nice services, but I'm done with nice services. I want us all to have an encounter. I want us to have the presence of God that we have never felt. We got to go higher and to new levels, and that's what I'm ready for. I'm like, God, let's just do it. Have your freedom. I can throw the mic down. If you don't want me to say anything else, I'm good with that. But I'm telling you, I came tonight (laughs) to confront the forces of darkness. I came tonight to beat up the enemy on your behalf and on your family's behalf and on my behalf. I came to tell the devil I'm not playing your games anymore. I came to tell the devil you messed with the wrong one. I came to tell the devil get off of our family members. Get off of us. Get off of the people we minister to. Get off of the body of Christ. I said I'm done playing with the enemy. I'm confronting the enemy in the darkness and his plans. Who's with me? Come on. I'm waging war. It's war with him. We already got the victory, but I'm waging war. I'm like, devil, I don't care anymore. I'm done. I came to wage war of insecurity off of the women. I came to wage war on that. I came against anxiety. I came against depression. I came to war against that. And I break it right now in Jesus' name. I break off lethargy off the body of Christ. I break off complacency right now off of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm telling you something's going to be activating you. Oh, I'm so excited about that. 
Because there's a, a spirit that, that, that shifted. There's a posture that shifted in the spirit. There's a posture that shifted in the army of God. And we got to make sure we have our marching orders, that we are standing tall with our full armor on, and we're ready to go toe-to-toe. Hmm? And some of you are going to be reintroduced to who Jesus is tonight. Some of you need a reintroduction. Okay. Some of you do. Let me tell them, because that's the same one. If you accepted Jesus, that's the same one who's living on the inside of you. His name is Jesus. That's the same one who's the captain of the heaven's armies. That's the same one who healed you before. That's the same one who delivered you. That's the same one who provided for you at times. That's the same one who took care of you and your family. That's the same one who brought you here safely. That's the same one who got you having breath in your lungs. That's the same Jesus, huh? Come on. That's the same one who's sitting on the right hand of the Father. That's the same one. He's, let me reintroduce to you. His name is Jesus, the Messiah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, huh? the Alpha and Omega, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Sidkenu. That's who he is. Jesus. I'm not playing. I want to talk to you a minute about the anointing that you have before I get into the other. Because sometimes people think they don't have the anointing. They just think it's with the five-fold ministry. They think it's with pastors, evangelists, leaders. No, it's with each and every one of you. You all have an anointing. So let me tell you, in Luke 4, 18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. In 1 John 2, 20, it says, But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you have all knowledge. 1 John 2, 27 says, But the anointing you received. Say, I received. The anointing you receive from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you about everything, and it's true and is no lie. Just as he has taught you, abide in him. You got anointing. That anointing can you, you be utilized to do whatever God has called you to do and be. He has given me an anointing to pastor. And let me tell you, before I got that title of pastor, because titles don't mean nothing to the devil. Titles of pastor don't mean anything when you're coming against the enemy. But when I got that anointing to, to be a pastor, I was functioning in that thing before I even got the title. People I didn't even know when I was sitting talk would go, are you a pastor? I'm like, no. Frowned, rolled my eyes, No. And don't want to be, <laughs> right? Listen, but how the Lord does, I need a deliverance, amen, right? Where was the body of Christ? Somebody should have said, come out. But hey, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But listen, I was like, okay, and, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. Sometimes you're doing something right now that God is saying, you're already operating in that function of the thing. You just don't have a title on it. And you don't need a title. Because believe me, the devils and demons now already know. <laughs> they don't need no title. Thank you, Jesus. But I thank you for the anointing to be a wife, an anointing to be a mother, an anointing to be a pastor, a woman's leader. And let me take a step further. An anointing to, anointing to be a servant. An anointing to be a, um, a student. Yeah, I'm a student. Jesus. And I thank him for the anointing, and that's what I'm saying. Instead of talking about leader, leader, you got to be a servant. That's, right. that's the number one thing. That's why Jesus is in there washing feet and everything. Right. I'm praying, please, Lord, don't ever ask me to do that. <laughs> Jesus. 
Yes. Jesus. <laughs> but thank you. Say, I have an anointing. Listen, with that anointing, you are some dangerous women. But without that anointing, you're just doing some dangerous work. You just, you just not doing anything. But with the anointing, huh? With the anointing. Without the anointing, I'm just a motivational speaker and a life coach. But with the anointing, I know how to preach with power. With the anointing, I know how to speak to dry bones. With the anointing, I know how to cast out devils. With the anointing, I know how to talk to the mountain and say, be removed. Without the anointing, I'm just going to comfort you if you're sick. I'm just going to hug you if you're sick. But with the anointing, we heal the sick. Without the anointing, I'm just going to counsel your demons. Without the anointing, I'm just going to love you and love the demons out of you. That's just without the anointing. But with the anointing, I'm going to cast the devils out. With the anointing, I'm going to get you set free and delivered. With the anointing. Told you, I ain't playing with the devil. I ain't playing. What power working on the inside of you? What do you have on the inside of you? Think about that. Are you full of power or are you powerless? Are you full of fear or faith? Are you full of love or lovelessness? And I'm going to remind you that you are not who you once were. And you always have people to try to remind you of stuff. But you used to do that like two years ago. You did. I saw you do that last month. Well, I ain't the same. Even from last month. I'm not the same from last week. Even if I did a fool last week, I'm not the same from last week. Tell the devil, you're a liar again. I don't know that woman. <laughs> I don't know that woman. Listen, you're not the addiction that you once had. And I'm coming against that thing. They can't have you. Addiction can't have you. Insecurities got to leave. Anxiety got to take his grip off of you. That little girl you have in you that's been hurt, got to go. I'm going to say that again. That little girl that you have in you that was hurt and probably still dealing with hurt, got to go. In Jesus' name. Listen, that is not your portion. Depression is not your portion. Bitterness is not your portion. Jesus. Because when you're in Christ, everything begins to shift. You're not that little girl. You're not dealing with bitterness. You're not dealing with depression. And if it tries to come up, you deal with it. Because we're constantly going, constantly going from one level of glory to another level of glory. So I make sure I tell people when they try to bring up my past and say things like that, I'm like, hold on. I'm not that. You need to talk to me of where I am, where I'm going. Don't even keep me right here. Talk to me in a way that where I'm going. I only want to tell you where you're going. I'm not going to sit here and look at you and go, hey, you're kind of messing up right there. No, I want to tell you where you're going. Because that's better. Come on. Jesus. We're going to get to a Bible verse. Let's go to Luke 8. Luke 8, 41. Because really, I'm not what I was. I thank God that I'm not what I was. Y'all don't know, but I was a Muslim. And when I say I was a Muslim, I was in a cult that hated white people. I will tell you, you are a blue-eyed devil to your face. That's what I was caught up in. In a cult. Worshiping idols. And will argue with a Christian because I knew their Bible better than they did. I would come with them like, what does it say in the Bible on John, so and so? They're like, what? It said, no, and I would tell them what it said, and I would beat them up with their own word. 
But thank God he set me free and got me out of that cult and got me loose from that stuff and delivered. That's why you see my baby's got the name Shazade and Tazleen. Shazade and Tazleen. But it's Persian. <laughs> it has a meaning. But thank God it got out. They were six and four. That's a whole nother preaching. I'm just not that same girl. Thank you, Lord. Who would have known? But I will tell you, when I was a Muslim, I had my grandmother who was a praying grandma who would still send me Christmas cards. And I'm like, what? I don't even celebrate Christmas. What are you doing? Like with Bible verses, because she knew the power of planting seed. She would keep doing it, keep planting the seed. And keep, even when I'm rejecting it, going, oh, my gosh. Okay, grandma. All right, you're saying whatever. So she had a, um, a brain aneurysm, and we took care of her for a week. And i never forget, my grandmother, even though she was saying things and forgetting things, I think she was doing some Alzheimer's stuff, maybe. She was st- I would still catch her reading her Bible. I would still catch her speaking in tongues. I would still catch her praying. I'm like, I thought she messed up and don't even know Jesus. But no, Jesus was still alive and well with her there. And she had came to me one day and was like, I got to tell you something. I'm like, look, Grandma, the Lord already showed me that you and Ben are going to be a powerful couple used for the Lord together. And I'm like, nobody even think about Christianity. <laughs> I'm like, you mean with Allah, Grandma? Nope, Jesus. And you're going to come back, and God's going to use you both powerfully. Let me make breakfast. Now, mind you, she couldn't make breakfast because she would forget to turn the fire off. So I'm thinking, this lady is whack. But her words, <laughs> they have power, people. You have power of what comes out of your mouth. I'm telling you, if you sense yourself opening your mouth and saying something that's not biblical, shut it down. Angels is waiting. They're like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, she said that she's broke. Well, we're going to let her be broke then. We're going to let her. But if you like, thank you, I'm rich. Oh, we got to go get her some money. We got to get her some money. She's rich. <laughs> She's rich. Jesus. Okay, Luke 8. This right here, we're going to stay right here in this verse. This is what God is talking to me about for you all, for women. Luke 8, 41 through 42, and then I'm going to skip to 49. So 8, 41, where are my glasses? 8, 41. And there came a man named Jairus, who had, for a long time, been a director of the synagogue, and falling at the feet of Jesus, he begged him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she was dying. And Jesus went, the people pressed together around him, almost suffocating him. Skip down to verse 49. While he, Jesus, was still speaking, a man from the house of the director of the synagogue came and said to Jairus, your daughter is dead. Do not weary and trouble the teacher any further. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, do not be seized with alarm or struck with fear. Simply believe in me as able to do this, and she shall be made well. And when he came to the house, he permitted no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the girl's father and mother. And all were weeping for and bewailing her. But he said, do not weep, for she is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing full well what she was dead. And grasping her hand, he called, saying, child, arise from the sleep of death. And her spirit returned from death, and she arose immediately, and he directed that she should be given something to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what occurred. 49 to 50. I'm just going to read that again really quick. Well, first off, let me go over here. 41. When When Jairus went to Jesus and was at his feet and begged him to come to his house, Jesus was going to go, but people oppressed him, and he didn't go right away. That's a word for some of you. 
because you might be praying for something and expecting something to happen right away. And then you're looking at, well, why did that person get their healing? Why did they get their manifestation of that? Because if you see, if you read furthermore, the one with the issue of blood was who got her, her healing because she pressed in. So here's Jairus looking. My daughter is dead. But this one right here is getting her healing. So we, we got to deal with some things as far as emotionally because we see that stuff. We're like, why didn't it happen for me? Well, what's going on with that? We're going to keep reading. So in 49, I don't know why I took these glasses off. 49. While he was still speaking, Jesus, a man from the house. Let me go here. While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Now, when Jairus heard my my daughter is dead. That was a contradictory voice. And many of you may be hearing voices too that speak things to you that's not true. About you, about other people, and it's just a voice that's not true. So when Jairus heard us, whose voice was he supposed to listen to? The one who said, your daughter dead? Stop bothering the teacher. Just leave him alone. She dead. Or does he hear when Jesus say, fear not? Just believe me. And there's always going to be another voice, women of God, who always try to try to convince you to not go forward or you won't make it. There's always going to be a voice. A voice that's going to tell you that what you've been praying for and believing for is not going to come to pass. But I hear, I'm here to tell you right now, I came to silence that voice in the mighty name of Jesus. Because that same voice that tried to talk your grandmother out of some things is trying to come to you. That same voice that tried to talk you out of some things and is going to try to talk your daughters and kids and stuff out of some things, we break that right now. Cancel that assignment of that voice. You're not going to listen to that contradictory voice again. You're going to recognize it. And you're going to cast the thing down and rebuke it and say, I'm not listening to this voice. I'm only going to hear the voice of God that says, fear not. Believe me only. Fear not. Thank you, Jesus. We're silencing the voices right now that keeps trying to talk to you and tell you no matter how hard it seems, it's going to be impossible, you won't do it. We rebuke that thing right now in Jesus' name. You're only going to listen to the voice of the one, the one that called you. Verse 50 again when he says, fear not, believe only. Some of that, right, that word right there is for some of you right now. Fear not, believe only. Whatever it is that you have going on that you're wondering will there ever be a turnaround or breakthrough, God is saying fear not and believe only. The Message Bible says don't be upset. Just trust me and everything will be all right. You got to shift your thinking from natural to supernatural. Because when you're thinking is supernatural, you only have room for the word. You don't have room for anything else. You don't have room for doubt. You don't have room for unbelief. You don't have room for fear because you want supernatural thinking. Thank you, Lord. And I loved how even when it showed, when Jairus heard your son, your, your daughter's dad, and the guy said his little stuff, before Jairus could even open his mouth and speak something, Jesus said, fear not, believe only. Before he even had a, 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 an opportunity to open his mouth on anger, because you're hearing your daughter dead, I'm, I'm mad. Anger, fear, before he's able to open his mouth and say any of that, 
So I want to tell you, even for you, you got to stop your emotions in its track. When you want to open your mouth in anger or fear or doubt or giving excuses, keep your mouth shut. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to stop crying. Stop crying. Put on your big girl underwear. Pull your bootstraps up. Stop crying and whining and then going to other people telling them so you can whine. They're going to whine with you. Listen, you better have some people in your corner that can pull you out that ditch. When you up there whining and crying, listen, sometimes we get it. You whining and crying. You come to me, I'm going to tell you the truth, and you're going to wipe your tears off. I'm going to throw tissue at you and say, let's go. We ain't got time to cry. We got an enemy we wage war against. We, we don't have time. Get you some people in your corner that's going to speak to you in truth and love and not in doubt and unbelief. Truth and love to get you out. Get you out. Thank you, Jesus. In verse 51. Okay. I'm believing God for this healing. Hold on. <laughs> Maybe it's the lights. It's not much lights in here. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm, I think I'm working it out. <laughs> Jesus, no whining. That's why I say Jesus is just going to heal my eyes. <laughs> verse 51, it says... And when he came to the house, he permitted no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the girl's father and mother. And all were weeping for and bewailing her. But he said, do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. I believe the Lord is saying, this is a main thing, too, for you tonight. Is that that thing that you think is dead in you, that thing that you know that God has called you to, but you, you set it down, you put it on a shelf, you didn't bring it up, he might have gave you a thought or a dream and you just put it to the side. That thing that you think is dead, God is saying he's going to raise that thing up in this hour. That there's a resurrection power on that thing right now, in Jesus' name. What may look like it's wrapped up in grave clothes, it's coming out the grave. It's coming out the grave. So even some relationships that you think is, is severed and done, God's going to raise it up. Now, hear me. I'm not saying some relationships that God has totally told you to set down. I'm talking about some that you think just cannot be restored. God is going to raise it up. Somehow, it's going to be some supernatural power going on. Somehow. Okay? But it's something like your business that you feel it won't get back off the ground, God's raising it back up. Ministries that you may have forgotten about or put down, God is raising it back up. He needs it in this hour. That family member you think too far gone, that's out in the streets, it's going to be a turnaround. I so believe that, what he's saying. The ones who just don't want to hear you talk about Jesus is going to be coming to you saying, please tell me all about Jesus. <laughs> be ready. Be ready. Nothing is too dead for God. I love it when he said, Lazarus, come forth. Because when he said his name, he had to say his name. Because he would have said, come forth, all the people from the grave would have came out. Because this is how Jesus is. Come forth. Everybody be coming. Where, where Lazarus? I, I, met, I met only Lazarus. but <laughs> That's why he didn't say, Lazarus, come forth. And I want to remind, that's your power in you as well. When you speak something, speak forth your family members who ain't accepted Jesus. Speak them forth. Say, so-and-so, come forth. Chris, come forth. Michael, come forth. Come forth. And God also is saying that many of you are mourning a thing. 
you're having a funeral about it. And then you're mad because God ain't attending your funeral to mourn with you. I'm like, Jesus. I don't like funerals either. <laughs> but Jesus said, you calling something dead that he never called dead. And when you sit there and think something is dead when he didn't call it dead, you're going to miss his move. Listen, take the funeral clothes off. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Listen, it ain't dead. It ain't dead. Listen, don't get upset too when you feel there's a hesitation. It's taking a long time. You feel God said no. Listen, I love it. I told the Lord, thank you. I start celebrating no's. Thank you for the no. <laughs> Thank you, you closed the door. Hallelujah. I trust him in that. That's his way of telling you, you either think too low for him or he got something that's so much better. So celebrate the no's. Celebrate it because it's like you're one step closer to what he's called you. You're one step closer to that blessing with your name on it. Thank you, Jesus. Say, it's not dead. Say it again. It's not dead. Listen, because I know many of you, we get to the point where we think something's over. We even stop praying about it. We just like, I'm done with that. I'm not going to even go to your Lord about it anymore. You just lose sight of what God can do in the situation. You just like done with it. But I got to remind you that there's always room for breakthroughs and miracles. He's a miracle worker. He's a way maker. Always. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care. There's always room. Look at this in verse 53. And they laughed him to scorn. <laughs> That's a good one. How many of y'all ready to get laughed at to scorn? When you start doing something that God has called you. When you tell people, well, I used to do this, but I'm going to do this again. What? That was five years ago. There's no anointing on that. Well, God just said it wasn't dead. So be ready for people to laugh at you. You ready for that? You ready for people to criticize you when you do something because they feel they can do it better than you? Or they want to talk about you? And do, no, you got to be like, mm -mm. I, I, I don't even care because God has called me to do this. If you feel you can do better, he would have called you. But he didn't. So we got to stop being critical and judgmental because people doing it a certain way. We don't like it. Let them do them. They got to deal with God themselves, not me. Say that again. They got to deal with God, not me. I'm not their God. I'm not their Holy Ghost. And people, y'all, stop being people's Holy Ghost. I got one Holy Ghost that leads and guides me into all truth. I don't need anybody else to come and tell me anything. One Holy Ghost. Anybody can do it better, let me know. Jesus. Man. Listen, I'm all for the one that got all power in his hands. That's it. He got all power in his hands. No one else got all power. Now, we got power, but he got all power. That's a whole nother level of power, right? All level, all, all of it. Let me tell you, when others are laughing at you and think you're crazy, put them out. Do like Jesus said. Get out. Bye-bye. See ya. Get out. <laughs> put them out your circle, man. Get them out your circle. Put them out your mind. Put them out your business. Tell them, listen, you don't have to be a part of this ministry. Go to the Mind Your Own Business Ministry International up the street. See ya. 
You got to shut down these access points that get you to get you emotionally, to get you caught up, get you with these other people. Just shut them down. Shut down certain friends when you're like, shut down certain family members. Shut down social media. Get off. Stop watching TV. Please tell me nobody's still watching the news up in here. Just leave it all alone. <laughs> I turned the news on for about 30 seconds. I was like, I can't do it. it just, <laughs> I'm like, are people what? What? 30 seconds. Like, that's a record. I haven't watched the news in, since I don't, 2019. I don't remember. It's been that long. I clicked it for a second. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Garbage. <laughs> Time. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let me get back. Focus. Verse 55. And her spirit returned from death, and she arose immediately, and he directed that she should be given something to eat. Her spirit came back. And that is what I'm believing tonight is your spirit is coming back even stronger. Your spirit is coming back. Your purpose is coming back even stronger. Your creativity is coming back even stronger. The anointing on your life is coming back even stronger. Many of you in here called to read book. I mean, write books. Some of you are going to start some different ministries. Some of you are called to be kings and, and priests to give some money. God is calling that out of you tonight. In Jesus' name. Her spirit came back. So it's time for you two to get your fight back. Get it back. Get your purpose back. Get your humility back. Get back in the game. Get back in the ring. Let people know that what's in you is not dead. It's not dead. Do it, Becky. It's not dead. Do it again, Becky. Let me see your one, two, quarter, quarter nickel. Bop, bop. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, you're going to be fine. I know you might got some scars and some bruises. Well, listen, we can still move forward with some scars and bruises. Put some Band-Aid on it, some ointment, and keep going. Awaken, awaken, awaken right now in Jesus' name from the slumber. Awaken, be cured and healed from the, the disease of disappointment. Be cured and healed from the disease of abandonment. Be cured and healed from the disease of failure. Thank you, Lord, because there's something so much better that God wants to do in you. There's something so much better and new that he wants to do in your marriage and in your relationships and in your careers and in your ministries, in your families. So it's time for you to raise up, get up, get up again. Something may have died on the inside before, but God is saying it is resurrection time. Get up for yourself. Get up for your family members. Get up for the community. Get up for your church. Get up. Yeah. You're a king's daughter. You've always had a crown attached to your head. Fix your crown. Straighten it out. Put your shoulders back. Put your armor on. Pick up your sword and get ready to go forward in all that God has said. Say, there's resurrection power in me. Yes. Say it like you mean it. There's resurrection power in me. Yes. Hallelujah. He's awakening that part in you that you may have forgotten. And I'm going to remind you, don't care what people say. Don't care what man says. Don't care about statistics. Don't care what they say about your age. Don't care about any of that because God does not operate by man. He does not operate by um, your age. He does not operate by the world standards. He is a possibility over the impossible. Thank you, Jesus. He is excellent. He is wonderful. And as we sang tonight, he is so good. 
He is so good. So I remember, I listen, I came to stir you up. I came to stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you. I came to activate that what's, what you thought was dead in you to come alive and be raised up. I came to, to activate you and say that thing in you did not die, that there's so much more that's going to go forward. He's raising you up right now in resurrection power, and it's time to raise up. Raise up, daughter, like he's saying in there. Get up and go forward in all that he has for you because there's so much more. And I dare some of y'all just to start standing up right now. And I dare some of you to say, yes, Lord. I, we say yes to you, Lord. Awaken that thing in us. I dare some of y'all to get up and come to this altar and tell the Lord yes to whatever he has for you. I dare you right now to get up and say, Lord, I'll do it. I'll do it. That thing that I sat down, I'm picking it back up for you and your glory. I dare some of y'all to get up and come up to this altar and tell the Lord, yes that you can take that thing and resurrect that thing on the inside of me I'd say yes to you Lord I'm not scared I'm not fearful of what you have for me to do there's so much more in each of you daughters of God there's so much more that God has for you and all you have to do is say yes to go to that next level to go to that next dimension thank you Jesus Pat are you back there can you just put on something? Uh, why don't you put up um, um, the I Thank God song because it says get out the grave. Y'all can pray in the Holy Ghost because y'all saying yes to the Father. You ready to go to this next level? You ready to go? Thank you, Lord. Say, I came to fight on your behalf because, listen, women of God, you are going to the other level. There's so much more that he has for you. And today you're receiving it. We activate the gift of God on the inside of you. We stir that river up right now in Jesus' name. Bubble up right now. Bubble up. Bubble up. Come on, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father, for the fire of God. Thank you that you burn out of them what's not of you. And, Father, you burn in them what you have to go forward if even more things. God, we thank you that we are going to go even higher in you, Lord. We have a hunger and thirst for you, God. And I just thank you for your Holy Spirit to flow through this place right now in Jesus' name. More, Lord, more, Lord, more, Lord. Give them more, God. Thank you. We thank you, Lord, for more. We thank you, Lord, for more. the king.